Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 246th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're so excited to be doing a Shark Tank business spotlight of Hampton Adams, Now, before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of uh, things to go over, and you do not want to miss any part of this episode. So first, have you gone to WokenFree.com to download this episode through the Podbean app? If you haven't, please do so immediately because that's how you're able to join the conversation. And if you want to share questions or share your insights about the product, you got to have the app to be able to do that. So now if you listen to podcasts on a device that for whatever the reason you can't get new apps on it, then don't worry. You can go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then you can pick your platform of choice where you want to follow and subscribe to. So dealer's choice when it comes to iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world. So Plenty of places to follow and subscribe. You can also click the subscribe button to follow the show on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app. And then when it comes to social, you can always holler on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at WokenFree. And then if you have 90 seconds, we'd love for you to give us a review of the show. How is this feeding into you? What are what are topics that have been most meaningful for you? What are things you'd like to hear? Please, please, please definitely make sure you do that. And then of course, on our contact us page, you can always connect with us and share your thoughts there. So uh, with that, I think it makes most sense before jumping into the conversation to learn more about our amazing Shark Tank appearance guest, which is Seneca Hampton. He is an entrepreneur with multiple seven to eight figure businesses from e-commerce to logistics, consulting and speaking. He's responsible for over one quarter of a billion dollars in sales and has touched over 5,000 products in over 20 different categories. With over 10 years of digital marketing, sales and business operations experience, he knows a thing or two about how to build from idea to multi-million dollar success. Most known for his appearance on ABC's Shark Tank, where he pitched his sports medicine company, Hampton Adams, where Seneca demonstrated how he built an online e-commerce based business that serves a rapidly growing 600,000 customers, has produced over $15 million in revenue, has zero employees, and only demands 30 minutes of his time per month, all from scratch with $700 to his name. 
Growing up as one of the youngest of eight children in the low-income household, Seneca learned the value of hard work and perseverance from his parents who overcame addiction, violence, and racism to push their family into the lower middle-class status. After completing his associate's degree, he decided to forego a bachelor's degree and then instead decided to learn on the job. Seneca is a dedicated spouse and father of two boys who he hopes to teach the value of persistence, context, and relationships. In his free time, he enjoys playing with the boys, video games, reading, music production, and real estate investing. And without further ado, let's get into this fantastic conversation with Seneca. So on our podcast, what we like to do before we get into the topic at hand, we actually ask a question about ourselves. So this week, we're going to ask, would you rather risk everything for love or risk everything for a chance at success? Ooh, (laughs) that's a tough one. I'd rather risk everything for a chance at success. Okay, that's yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. So for me, yeah, you know, I'd agree with that. I think to risk everything, I think I'm going to go with the success, the love. I don't know if you have to risk everything for love, to be honest. I think you could still find it. So I would go with taking a chance on the success. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a scenario where you have to risk everything and uh, what, what, what is everything? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Interesting. Everything you value, I guess. I don't know. Well, I guess <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the lone romantic person here and I'm going to risk everything for love because money comes easily and freely. But, uh, you know, true connection to true love is not guaranteed in this life, uh, mm. nor is it uh, something that I think should be swindled or gambled away. So I mm. guess I'll stand alone on that one. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I, actually, that's, that's a really, that's a really, really good, good perspective. Um, hmm. I like that. I do. I'm like, well, that's actually, she's, she's, she's speaking facts. She's <laughs> Good point. Well, thank you. Okay. Well, you know, you might think about it next time. Uh, and so uh, with that, I think we're going to jump right into the conversation. So come on. Yeah. So we'll start off with what actually inspired you to start Hampton Adams. Oh man. Who is a deep one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, I think there was a, the, a combination of different things that that inspired me to do it. Um, one of them being just kind of how I grew up and where I came from. Um, I have four brothers, including myself. There's four of us and, and four sisters. So uh, growing up, was uh, it was always a fun household. And uh, we grew up on the lower income side of things. So we, we, we didn't have much. And I kind of watched my parents work uh, hard. Um, they, they beat addiction. Um, they didn't have their degrees. I saw them go back to school, get their degrees. Um, I saw them provide for all eight of us um, while beating their addictions and their own demons and uh, not making excuses and just getting up, going to work and, and doing what they had to do. And uh, I watched that growing up and I was like, yeah, this ain't fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I also saw the hard work that they put in. So I, I kind of I saw what it would take, but I knew I wanted something different. So, um, I, growing up, I was, I was the lazy one out of all eight of us. 
my my parents would we we'd go grocery shopping, we'd come home, and I'd be the kid putting the groceries on the skateboard, pushing it in the house, and they're like, <laughs> pick those up. <laughs> wow. That's and awesome. I'm like, why? You just put on a skateboard, push it in. Um, <laughs> and they would say, Yeah, we hear that, but don't be lazy. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta get this done. Um, and so I knew pretty early on, I was like, I I don't really wanna be the person carrying groceries like like this ain't manual labor is not fun to me um and my dad was in construction at one point too so we get, we'd wake up at 4 a.m go out there with him water concrete and, and lay bricks and build i was like yeah this ain't it there's just got to be a better way um but he did what he had to do to, to to make ends meet so um they were a big inspiration for it and uh, i also grew up playing football and so i uh we, we used to tape our cleats, our ankles, our everything was tape, 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 tape. And, uh, I, <laughs> I, um, I knew, you know, as a kid, um, it was really hard to tear. I don't know. Is that just a little kid thing? Or is that an adult thing too? Like tape is just difficult to tear when you're a kid. You're like, ah, yeah, well, exactly. Well, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, um, I, I remember those moments being a kid where I needed my coach to come over and help me tear some tape, which is pretty sad, but, um, it was always the right angle. And I was like, you know what? I could do that better. And I was looking at starting a business and I'd started a few before that. And uh, I wanted to do something, that, you know, that was in the realm of what I knew, what I experienced and what I, what I know was good and what I know wasn't. Um, it wasn't too like rocket scientist brain heavy. And uh, I landed on the product that we did and um, built an entire line around it. And uh, you combine all that together and, and you have what you have today. Wow. That's incredible. So with that, you know, what would you say? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot that you could point to, but what would be like the absolute key to your success so far in business? The key to my success, I tell people my superpower or my secret weapon is learning. I never stop. Um, I, I, I have my head down and I'm always trying to learn something and I'm always trying to see how something works. I want to figure out how it ticks because if I can figure out how it ticks, then I can build it or I can reverse engineer it or I can fix it. Um, and so uh, I would say the biggest key to my success is, is, is just you never stop learning. Life, I, th- I think, you know, I don't want to stand on a soapbox, but um, <laughs> one of the things that uh, I've noticed is, uh, you know, you go to school and you do your homework, you know, uh, you don't want to do it, but you do it. Um, you go to high school, you do homework, you don't want to do it. You go to college, do your homework, you don't want to do it. No one likes homework, right? But the principle of doing it is for you to study what you're doing. And so we, we get out of school, we get our job and we stop and we just do our job and do what we want. But that principle of studying, like that's supposed to go with you everywhere you go. So you get a job in whatever industry you're in, well, that studying skill continues at your job in your industry, right? You're, you go home and there's your homework, right? There's articles written about it. There's videos about it. There's podcasts about it. There's, and you just try to become, um, you know, the most knowledgeable and the most, um, you know, the hardest working at your job to get the good grade and grade equals pay now. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Now, since you were on Shark Tank, 
Could you actually talk about that experience and what's like the greatest thing you learned about pitching your business on the show? Yeah, um, that was a very, very unique experience. So while I was preparing for Shark Tank, I was actually starting a different business and that business required me to be um, at a meeting uh, online for 10 hours during the day. But during that same time, I was doing a bunch of preparation um, oh, and, no. <laughs> and so um, I'm talking to producers and, and, and like, there's a lot of stuff that you're doing in the background. And by the way, Shark Tank is like uh, Fight Club, right? You don't yeah. talk about Fight Club. <laughs> uh, so, so I could talk to you about what was on the show, but I can't tell people kind of about the behind the scenes and all that stuff. But That's um, I can you know, I can tell you my journey on, on what was going on with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had a separate business I was working on and that business was about to launch um, a week. Uh, I would say like a week after I would do Shark Tank. And so up to that point, I had to jump into these meetings. It was six days straight, 10 hours a day. And then you literally the next week start this company, kickstart it, get it going, get it rolling. And so I'm preparing Shark Tank. I'm working with designers to create the set. I'm ordering all the product. I'm getting my props, getting my, like I'm getting all the stuff together. I'm doing pitches and rehearsing and all that, all while hiring people for the second business. Um, I'm filling out like paperwork and licenses for this other company. I'm listening, getting payroll set up and insurance and all this stuff. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like juggling a bunch of stuff. And the day before, um, I was supposed to, to be on set, um, I get a call and they go, hey, where are you? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you're supposed to be here. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm, I'm in a whole different state. I'm like, uh, oh, I, wow. thought that was, I thought that was like tomorrow. They're like, no, 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 today. I'm like, oh, snap. So my plane is delayed four hours as I'm literally like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm on my way. So I'm like hopping on my plane. I could be there in a couple hours. The plane's delayed an additional four hours. So I'm like sweating bullets at this point. And I hop on the plane. I, I, I get to uh, California. I drive home. I grab everything that I need to grab. I hop in the car and I'm driving all the way to LA. Um, and I get there. Everybody's asleep. And luckily there's one person up waiting for me. And they're like, hey, I'm grateful you made it. Um, uh, we we got to get you we got to get you going. So I go to sleep, wake up at five a.m. and and, and the day starts. Um, but and then right after the show, I hop back the same day. I drive home, I put all my stuff away, hop back on a plane, head back out of state, and the next day the new business starts. So all of that was surrounding the filming um, of 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 Shark Tank. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> To wow. be working on two businesses. I mean, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- yeah, it was, it was stressful. It was, it was, uh, whew. it was, it was a fun time though. Cause it kind of stretched, stretched me to my limits a little bit. And, um, uh, I, I, <laughs> it, it was good. It was, it was invigorating. It was, it was exciting. It was, um, I think it probably helped to, um, because people tell me, they're like, you look so confident and calm on the show. And part of it was like, I'm tired. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. have the energy to be nervous right now. <laughs> right yeah, now. that makes a lot of sense. Would you say that has been like your biggest obstacle in business to date? Like being in that space of 
you know, moving forward with one, launching another, and then trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> wrangle Shark Tank in the, in the middle of all that? Um, no, no, no. I, I, um, I would say biggest obstacle in business, um, man, biggest obstacle in business has been probably just scaling. Um, I th- so Shark Tank, you know, it's, it's a show. So they got to put on a show for the audience. Um, but w- the, the part that they didn't talk about was the business is growing 100 to 300% a year. And so um, w- when you look at that kind of growth and you look at um, the margin on that growth, you quickly go, okay, you're growing much faster than you were profiting, right? Um, and and, and that's, it's almost like a, uh, like a mm. software company, right? Mm. A software company, they're getting users, right? they're, they're getting subscriptions, but this, the speed at which they need to grow is, is it costs more than they're making. So they have to basically get all these investors, right? Series A, B, C, C, D, et cetera. Um, and so for me, the biggest challenge has been growing a business to a point where you, you now are hitting this level where it's like, okay, you need to go and get investors. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want investors. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I want to keep this, at, you know, one man uh, show, but you know, um, my wife signs me up and she goes, uh, you're going to go on Shark Tank. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> she goes, you're going to go on Shark Tank. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. And then I get contacted and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going on Shark Tank. Well, we're, we're going to make this happen. Um, <laughs> and uh, I go on there and I'm like, okay, this is literally the next level that things have to go to for this company to continue to grow or I need to sell it. So going on the show, I already had been entertaining the thought of selling the business. Like that was that wasn't um, a, a new revelation. It was already, I had like, I'd already talked to companies about buying it. And I was like, you know what? Ah, maybe I can get this thing um, to be bigger. And it having my name and my parents' name and, and, and it just meant, it meant a lot. So I was like, you know what? I want to make this bigger for them. So let me see if I can bite this bullet and try to get some investors and, and what, what, what investors, you know, um, better to have than, uh, those on the Shark Tank. So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. And uh, when I got on there and, and the conversation was, you know, very, very long, but it was cut to 10 minutes. And we all were, um, <laughs> we all were coming to the same conclusion after our, our very, very long conversation, um, which was, it was amazing, by the way. They, they're super nice. They're really, really cool. Um, they make Mr. Wonderful look like he's, you know, a, a shark. And they, that dude's nice, man. Like, Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. like his his deal he gave, his deal he gave. You know, there's context missing from it um, that was cut, so I can't really speak to it. But it wasn't as sharky as they made it seem. It was it was actually like, it was actually pretty. It was nice. The numbers obviously didn't make sense. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, the context in which he gave it was actually very uh, kind. Okay. So. I know earlier you said your key to success was like educating yourself and people should always be learning. Now, do you suggest that people starting or growing their business, should they make education key to, or is there other things they should look into? Like how would you advise them? Yeah. Uh, So I have a very, so I'm actually working on, (laughs) sounds crazy. 
everybody's like, when's your book coming out? When's your book coming out? Your story is crazy. And I'm like, I'm not coming out with an autobiography for decades. Like I'm, I'm not done. Um, but I do have a book that I'm working on right now where I kind of go over this. And I think a lot of culture has us believing that uh, you, you, you can become a star on YouTube or TikTok or start some business and blow up and boom and like make all this money and all that stuff instantly overnight. But it really does take time. It takes years, right? Um, some people get lucky. Don't get me wrong. Like there's, um, they say luck is just preparation that meets opportunity, right? But um, for a lot of people, you got to create that opportunity and it takes that time to do it. So here's what I would recommend is if you have a job, don't quit. <laughs> Keep on working your job. Um, and start your business. There's a book called uh, The Millionaire Next Door. And the author basically takes a, um, like a, a, a researcher's approach to understanding millionaires, multimillionaires, and billionaires. And what he found was a majority of millionaires are millionaires in industries that they have tons of experience in. So, they weren't millionaires because they just decided, hey, you know, I work in, I don't know, I work in manufacturing of, you know, period. And, and, and now I'm going to go and do teach karate and make millions. It's like, wait, what do you know about karate? I don't know anything. I just have a passion about karate. And it's like, you probably make more money if you stuck to manufacturing because that's what you know. Um, and so what I would say is, is if you have an industry that you know really well, I would, like I talked about earlier, become a student of it. Like don't, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. When I talk to people about uh, the one company that I brought on Shark Tank, Hampton Adams, uh, it, the, the product I was familiar with, the channel in which we sell, which was Amazon, I was very familiar with, right? And so there's a, a catalyst that helped me to, to be able to hockey stick it the way that I did was I wasn't jumping into something I had no idea of what it was, I had already been doing it for years before I did it. Um, and so I tell people, don't quit your job, keep your job and learn it like you would if you were in school. Now, if you don't like your job, then you need to move to a job in an industry that you do want to learn that, that does excite you. Um, I, I have a little sister, she's 21 and she's starting her business and she's, she's always asking me for advice. And uh, I tell her, you know, it's four things you got to learn, marketing and sales, finance, uh, how to hire, fire, and inspire, <laughs> and uh, operations. And you need to get in, into a business that uh, allows you exposure to those things. And you need to engross yourself into learning them. Um, and what that'll do is it'll make you look like a rock star at the company because you're working hard, right? And everybody, you're working harder than everybody else. But what they don't know is you're working hard for you, right? You're learning, you're growing, you're, you're experimenting, you're figuring out, right? You're going home to, to, to learn and come back to test on somebody else's dollar. Um, when you do that, you'll be seen as the rock star. People are like, wow, well, what happens to rock stars at jobs? They tend to get raises, right? And so now yeah. you're getting more and more money Exactly. And then you take that money and you use that money with the knowledge and experience you're gaining to do what it is you want to do on the side. That's why you don't quit your job, right? And that's why you don't look at your job as like, oh, I got to go to work. Mm -hmm. I, I was looking at work like I can't wait to go to work. And it wasn't because I 
uh, necessarily enjoyed what I did. It was because I enjoyed um, what I was learning. I was, mm. I was, I worked like the, the company uh, that I worked at was a light bulb company. They sold LED light bulbs. Who, who, who gets excited about LED? Like nobody gets excited <laughs> about LED light bulbs. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to tell you about the Kelvin color of this light. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like, no, like I, that didn't inspire me, but what inspired me was, hold on, there's a sales channel that they're selling through that, um, I have like, I have the opportunity to sit here and learn and literally, Hey, I volunteered left and right. Do you need help with X? Do you need help with Y? <laughs> in their mind, they're like, great. We don't have to pay him more. And he's going to help us with more work. In my mind, I'm like, you, you just paying me to learn how to do like, I'm getting paid to learn this. So exactly. Um, yes, exactly. The, the, and, and that's what I meant by like learning. Like my, my, my secret weapon is learning is like, I value information and learning and experience more than I value the money because it'll come. It, it's a, it's a byproduct. It's, it's, it has to come. There's no, there's no reason. Um, somebody is going to pay you for what you know how to do um, versus your time. And if, if you can separate those two, you know, you get off to a, um, a pretty amazing start. So long winded way of simply saying, I would keep your job and, and, try to get into an industry that you want to learn how to excel in um, and then try to learn those four things, right? Sales and marketing, finance, um, how to hire, fire, inspire in operations, right? Logistics of um, how to be efficient, how to take things from A to B processes, procedures, how to document those. If you can learn those four things, um, the sky's the limit. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that advice because so much of the narratives recently seems like it in, you know, on social or, or certain uh, advocates are always like, quit your job and, you know, pursue your dream. <laughs> and we definitely are of the mindset that you spoke to, to today, which is the idea that your job is the playground for you to learn how to become an entrepreneur, how, how to become an operator and how to learn <laughs> the, the, the nuances of business success and challenges. Because without that learning ground, you just, you kind of set yourself up for harder, harder road ahead of you. And, and so love that, love, love, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what would you say is next for, for Hampton Adams? And I, if you can talk about the other business, we'd love to hear what, what that's about as well. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, Hampton Adams right now, uh, we're, I, I am open to opportunity. And um, the way I see it is, is if a door opens, try to walk through it. If it closes, then you're not meant to go through it. Right. Um, <laughs> it, it, it if, if you got to bust the door down in order to get in there, you probably aren't meant to get in there. Everybody has their own unique philosophy, but that's mine, right? I believe in being persistent. I believe in being um, gritty, right? But there's, there's a place that you're supposed to be, again, opportunity, meeting your skills, right? Or being prepared is that luck. So if you want to create your own, you know, by all means, go ahead. But um, Hampton Adams, I'm open to selling it. So we, uh, we've talked to, I don't know how many companies about selling the business. And um, that even is a learning experience of doing, um, of doing that. So um, we've gone through a sale of a different company before, different company, different industry. And so trying to sell this one is, is pretty unique too. And, and going through the process that people take you through of their due diligence and, and all that fun stuff has been amazing to learn. Um, 
what I'm finding is that in the industry we are in, there are a lot of what they call aggregators. And these aggregators aggregate. They, they try and add up everything or buy up everything. And they're using a templated approach. And the industry that they're in, a lot of the owners are, um, some, some of them, you know, a preparation and, and uh, opportunity met for them. And for some of them, um, it, was, it was easier. Some of them was harder. And so for me, you know, when I'm approached and talked to about, hey, we want to buy it, I'm asking questions, you know, about what, what's my next step? Where am I going? What am I doing? And can you guys aid me in being able to do that? Um, whether that be in purchase price or in options of stock or whatever it is. And, and so far, I haven't heard the answers that, <laughs> that I want to hear. So um, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just uh, keep on gr- growing and grinding. So um, we got two options. We'll sell it. The right number comes along. Um, or we're going to grow this thing to uh, how big that we think it can be. Everybody we talk to is they see it, they, they look, you know, under the hood and they, their eyes buck open wide and like, oh my gosh, I can do so much with this, but everybody's looking for a deal. And, um, you know, so am I. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. So how can our listeners at Woken Free Nation support you? And do you have any last words of wisdom or any news you'd like to share with them as well? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so since I've gone on Shark Tank, um, I've been approached by quite a few people, um, companies, industries, and et cetera, about um, helping them. Like, hey, can you help me with X? Can you, you know, I, I just, I had a call today where um, a guy has a proprietary product and he's like, hey, you know, I want to bring you on board. And, and all these opportunities are popping up. Um, and then I have people asking about how do I sell on Amazon and how do I create a private label product and how do I build a, all this stuff? So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually officially, I've been doing it for a while, but officially starting to like help with business consulting to help people out. Um, and uh, in addition to just like starting a YouTube to just put out as much free information as I can to just help people on the way. So That's um, awesome. if pe- people want to get a hold of me, um, just type my name in on YouTube and uh, hopefully the algorithm shows me some love when we pop up. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I don't post much. I'm going to try to be much better about that. Um, TikTok as well, just my first and last name. Um, and uh, we're also working on a software. Um, we've been on, I've been on Amazon, like I said, in the space, on the, in the Amazon space for eight years. And so uh, the company, that light bulb company that I worked at, here's, here's, here's the crazy, crazy thing. I worked there. I started off just doing the customer service. And uh, I came from being a director of operations at a different company, but I changed my resume just to do customer service because I was like, I just want to do something brain numbingly simple right now because that was really like taxing. And uh, uh, in the three years that I was there, I left and I was their uh, vice president of marketing and they were doing 60 million a year on Amazon in addition to like 20 million um, direct to, to, to business. And so... Um, <laughs> When, when I left there, um, uh, I had a lot of experience and then growing my own brand on Amazon. So we're starting a software called Seller Mind. And what Seller Mind does is it basically takes um, all of the companies that I've uh, consulted with, that I've helped, that I've worked at, um, all the products and, and looks at the, at the Amazon A9 algorithm and actually will uh, adjust your listings and products um, 
in a way that would get you optimized sales um, and also protect you from competitors. And so we kind of built this automated AI to do that. Um, and so we're in the process now of, of, uh, of launching that. So if people want to check that out, they're more than welcome to. Um, that website is sellermind.com. And that is uh, phenomenal. Uh, we definitely will share all the links uh, and, and definitely folks will have your bio. And we just want to say just again, congrats on all your success. I think what you've accomplished is beyond amazing and truly, truly inspirational. And just we're so honored that you've come on here to share your story and to share your wisdom. And uh, yeah, just we can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to jump on. So thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, what a fantastic conversation, right, Kalo? Definitely. Oh, it looks like we are at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 246th episode of Woke, Woke and, and Free! Lunatic. This was quite <laughs> the episode just doing a Shark Tank business spotlight of Hampton Adams with the founder Seneca, who we just can't get enough of. Now, Kalo, what do folks need to do now? They need to come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest to share your story about your business or your life journey, we are pretty packed up for 2022, which is incredible to say already. But again, we are always on the hunt for for new guests, uh, especially if not the end of this year coming into 2023. So hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. For social, always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn at Woken free and then for all sponsorship or collaboration ideas you can hit us up on our contact us page at wokenfree.com if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every wednesday for woken free wednesdays remember woken free is more than a podcast it is a way of life until next time <laughs>